Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jared Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. A lot of people, a lot of fans have lost confidence in the committee. The choice was obvious. They made it. It wasn't difficult. But I just feel like more and more people are just looking at the committee and saying, you can't just come out there and say, you know, we watch a lot of football. There was a photo posted of the politically correct committee watching everything over the weekend. Everybody's sitting in their chairs. Everybody's got a mask on. No notes. No clicker. (laughs) Nothing that would indicate, like, let's go back and watch this again. Or do I have a couple of notes on this team? It's just a bunch of dudes sitting in a room, socially distanced with their masks on, staring at a TV. I just thought it was a really bad year for the committee. Yeah, I think it continues to be bad years. I think the committee continues to get bailed out is what I do. I don't know if they're doing anything. I think they get bailed out by it, maybe it will just work itself out regardless. Yeah. You know, and and so maybe they are doing a better job than I think. I, I will say this about that's Zubin, by the way, uh, every morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 690 in Jacksonville. Zubin, Jay Williams, Keyshawn, uh, and uh, part of the ESPN 690 lineup. Brent Martin, Austin Lane, Coos here on a Monday. Happy Monday. It's a Trevor Town. Trevor Lawrence <laughs> right now could be landing in Jacksonville in April if the Jags hold serve. Yeah. And lose. They have the number one overall pick with a tiebreaker over the New York Jets. Now, be honest. Do you go through more quarterbacks than Taylor Swift goes through boyfriends, though? Right? Because you were so Justin I Fields. I was. You're, you're, you're confessing your love for Justin Fields, and then you just throw him away, man. I was, but I told you earlier in the show, I didn't necessarily throw him away yet. I still okay. think Justin Fields is going to be a good quarterback He's in the NFL. He's on the back burner? He's just a little... Side piece. I, this is a side, side piece, Brent. Side piece. Side <laughs> piece. This I have to do this I have to do this in case the Jags lose and I need to go back to Justin Fields. Yeah, the side piece. But I will say this: somebody just asked on the feeds, um, Justin Fields or Zach Wilson? Who who would you take right now? Like, did, did, is Justin Fields discouraging you so much that if you had the two pick and you were going to pick a quarterback, would you now look at? Well, listen more more attractively at uh, Zach Wilson. We had this conversation a couple weeks ago when they played Indiana, and you said that I was off the you know I was off the train, and then yeah. you put that on Twitter, and I was upset because that's not exactly what I said. But I remember how that conversation went down, and at the end of it, I said, "Do I trust in Fields? We'll see." But there's a guy that I like better now. Zach Wilson, I think it's comparable, but I'm all in on Trey Lance. You I are. Would, I, I would put Trey Lance over Zach Wilson, and I would put Trey Lance right up there with Justin Fields. And if I had it my way, and obviously Trevor Lawrence isn't the guy going forward, depending how these next couple, hopefully, Fields games works out, I would probably go with Trey Lance. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm just repeating myself. That's what I said a couple weeks yeah. ago, too. Yeah. Well, you have a guy in North Dakota State, or oh. at least in the pipeline, Go ahead and snitch on my sources. And yep. well, you said no, 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 I have, I have. I'm kidding. Uh, and you, you believe what he has told you before, kind of like James Robinson. He gave you the book on James Robinson, and he was right. He was. Well, and yeah. so now you have some belief in this guy. I, I do. I mean, so how much is the belief this... in that guy and what he's seen up close, obviously, yeah. and versus what you've seen? Because let's be honest, we all have. I haven't seen a lot of Trey Lance. I mean, yeah. we've heard Trey Lance's name, but he only played one game this year, and in that game, which was basically a pro day workout for him, yeah. he didn't do very well. So, so here's the thing. So, if I go off like the draft experts, what they have to say, big arm guy, big body guy, has all the intangibles, makes all the throws, can run, you know, he's a dual threat type of guy. If I go off the experts, I like what I hear. But you know how I feel about that, right? So, 
off like this. I think I've watched two of his games just because once again I have connections in North Dakota State. It's like the Iowa Scandinavia pipeline is Fargo, North Dakota. So with that being said, I've watched a few of his games and he stood out to me. But like I compare it to Carson Wentz. When Carson Wentz was coming up, and by the way, Carson Wentz replaced a guy by the name of Brock Jensen. Brock Jensen is from the town over. So, like, I was a big North Dakota State fan because I was cheering for Brock Jensen. When he left and Carson Wentz came in, I remember watching Carson Wentz thinking, like, okay, I mean, like, Brock's just as good. Like, all right. And then as Carson progressed, it's like, okay, I can kind of see it. But, like, I'll be honest with you. I was never super sold on Carson Wentz. Now, like, once again, what the coaches told me and what my friends told me in North Dakota State, they're like, this guy's going to be pretty good. This guy's going to be good. Okay, so be it. And you know what? He had a good year, 2017. Uh, probably should have been the MVP if he stays healthy. Where he is, he is where he is yeah. now. And now he's riding the yeah. bench because of Jalen Hurts. So with that being said, though, of everything that I've heard, everything that i talked to, they're saying that Carson Wentz was impressive. But Trey Lance can make you go, wow. Okay, and I trust that word more than I trust a Mel Kiper or Tom McShay with all due respect yeah, to them. That's fair. You know, so th- that's kind of where I'm at right now. And once again, it's like, what do my eyes tell me? Now, keep in mind, I haven't watched a lot of Trey Lance just because there's not a lot of games out there. But my eyes have told me with Justin Fields, like, listen, the guy doesn't make every single throw. And he doesn't make it look good sometimes, right? There are games where he struggled and it hasn't looked good. Now with Trey Lance, his last game that he played in, one could argue that as well. But I think that he made up for that a little bit because of his legs. Now Justin Fields can do the exact same thing. But I think it just goes to show you that when the game was on the line once again, they go to the running game. They didn't put the field. They didn't put the ball in Justin Fields' hands, and I think Ryan Day is a hell of a coach. I think he's a great recruiter. I think he can set the culture. I think he's a great guy at Ohio State. But for whatever reason, in that moment of that Big Ten championship game, he felt the need not to put the ball in Fields' hands. And to me, that says a lot. This is going to be from a guy who does not dive into the tape or anything like that, all right? (laughs) Um, Not that guy. Dipping your toes. You know, I think Justin Fields is going to be a good NFL quarterback. But when somebody asks, and they did ask this question, Fields or Wilson? Mm-hmm. See, I don't have those kind of feelings about Trey Lance. I, 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 yeah. would, I just no, don't know fun. enough about him, to be honest you're with fun. you. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. So, And that would scare me. You know, mm-hmm. you're talking about guys oh. who played at this level and had 39 games like Trevor Lawrence, and then you have Trey Lance down here Listen, in terms of that's It's, it's the ultimate boomer bust. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, see, that I, is not a safe pick. That's interesting you say that. I actually think the ultimate boomer bust is Zach Wilson. Okay. I think Wilson's interesting. Wilson could be just... Wow. Like, mm-hmm. you talk about Brett Favre or, or whoever, or he could just be Johnny Manziel. You know what I mean? That's what I look at it <laughs> yeah, like. And yeah. I don't even, by the way, the games might not even comp any of them, mm-hmm. but that's my point in, in terms of where they might sit. And right now, I would say, and I wasn't kidding over the weekend, I was like, I got to go do more work on, I, I'm going to go look at, not do work, I got to yeah, look yeah. at Zach Wilson a little bit more. But I'm, people bring up that Coastal Carolina game mm-hmm. and that he didn't play well, didn't have the great numbers, and people get love in love with numbers. Well, I'm going to take it to the last play of that game. This is my problem with Justin Fields right now. Justin Fields right now is a guy that looks like he's afraid to pull the trigger, and he's mm-hmm. playing Northwestern, and he's got Ohio State. And, and those kind of players next to him. He didn't have Chris Olave, but he looks like he's afraid to pull the trigger. Like, it's the look of him in the pocket right now that has me concerned. Yeah. I will say this about Fields. He shakes that first tackler all the time. I don't know if he'll do that in the NFL. Yeah. He's a big, strong kid. He's 6'3", 230, and that, you can't tackle him initially. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of sheds a lot of people. I do like that part of it. But Wilson, even though you say he didn't play a great game, he, that, that was a good drive at the end of the game in a muddy situation, yep. and the way he 
fired that football in. The arm strength I saw. Well, that he stood on the middle. The, he stood on the barrel. There's a guy coming right for him. The, the, that was like, I see that throw over and over in my mind, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I can believe in that. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. and so I. I actually like Zach Wilson a lot, not mm-hmm. just because of that throw. I mean, there are other. Re- I've seen him play a few times, and he's fun watch. I do think he's just boom or bust. Um, so anyway, Jets fans, I would say Fields or Wilson or Lance are in play for you. Yeah, yeah. But not yeah. here in Jacksonville. It's Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. It's Trevor's town. It's Trevor's time here in Jacksonville. Well, let me quick ask this. But I mean, listen, and this isn't the, the Jets radio network here. But kind of wish it was. I know, right? That'd be a hilarious show. But if today. you, oh, can you imagine the calls? Oh my gosh! Oh man, I can't imagine. So, if you in, do intend to lose out on Trevor Lawrence, like look, it's probably going to happen, but we'll see. If you lose out on Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields is there, Zach Wilson's there, uh, maybe Trey Lance is there. Like, is that still the route you think the Jets are going to go? Yeah, it's or, a great or call. Or do you build around Sam Darnold and say, hey, man? We kind of get it, right? Like your weapons that you've had here, they're young, they're developing, but you need more. I think Sam Darnold probably is a better quarterback than we've seen. Mm-hmm. I also wouldn't get too wrapped up in one performance yesterday. I think yeah. he's got some issues, uh, but I wonder if some of those can be worked out. You have to wonder if Sam – what Josh Allen has proven in Buffalo is you have to wonder if you should give these guys more time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what Josh Allen's shown. And if you're not going to surround that guy with good coaching – with good players, with a good situation, well, then it's tough. It's tough on anybody. I mean, again, we always use the Russell Wilson stuff. I mean, Russell Wilson would not be Russell Wilson, in my opinion. Uh, he'd still be maybe very good. But yeah. he's not Russell Wilson the way we think of him if he's not in Seattle and he's maybe in Jacksonville during, where you can't protect him on the offensive line. You have no receivers. You're bad. And maybe you're not getting the best coaching. I, I just Look think at Ryan a good Tannehill. situation. Look at Ryan Tannehill right Tannehill's now. a great call. He's just like top ten how good pick he right by now. the Dolphins. Yeah. He played okay. Yeah. And he actually, a lot of people would say had better numbers in Miami than than we wanted to believe because they didn't win and they weren't very good. Mm-hmm. But now look at him. Mm-hmm. And that's another great so I think you you can't eliminate a guy like Sam Darnold. I think mm-hmm. he has a skill set that's pretty good. So I would well, you need a lot of pieces in New York. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not in love with Fields, mm-hmm. Lance Wilson, then maybe you do look to do something else, uh, and stick with Darnold. Yeah. You know, you have that option. There's no option like that in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about the backup QB in Jacksonville. They need a new quarterback, whether it's Dak Prescott, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, you name it. You yeah. need a new quarterback in Jacksonville. So, yeah, it's interesting from the Jets' perspective. Like, do you go offensive line and try to, you know, help Darnold, or do you go in a new direction? It's interesting. But I will say this: though, speaking of offensive line and the New York Jets. Shout out to Mackay Beck. He's a big, right, big dude. Thank you for you. You took the words right out of my mouth. Very seldomly have I said that's a big dude. Yes, that's a big dude. Happened twice. I feel like in my Calais lifetime. Campbell. Thank you very much. Number one and number two. Like when I was watching a replay of Mackay Beck, and I'm like, how, how, what? Like it didn't make any sense. Like that guy is like so much bigger than everybody else. It was insane. He had a good game, by the way. He's. You start to wonder, did the Jags make a mistake picking C.J. Henderson instead of a guy like that? By the way, yeah. Tristan Wurst has been very good, yeah. uh, but he's on the right side, uh, mm-hmm. so I, I get why they wouldn't pick him. But Beckton, is, I think, was still in play when the Jags were picking, I believe. I think the Jets picked like 10th or 11th um, last oh, year. Yeah, uh, they, they, they got him number 11. Yeah, see, yeah, so the Jags had the ninth pick, and they picked C.J. Henderson. Mm-hmm. So I think that's... A fair curiosity to wonder, boring. okay, I mean, that would have been a nice piece, even though you had Cam Robinson going into his last year. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's going to be a heck of a player. Yeah. All right, quick little history lesson. I did this, a little research now that Trevor Town is here. <laughs> is this is this where we're going to trademark, by the way? Oh, yeah, Trevor. Okay. It's welcome to Trevor Town. Okay, man. cool, cool. Uh, we've already got graphics made for tonight's show, 7 o'clock, Fox yeah. 30, Jags Report Live. Uh, 
Matthew Stafford went number one overall in 2009. So this is going to take it from 2009 on okay. because 2007, I believe, was Jamarcus Russell, and we know what happened there. Yeah. So one overall is Stafford. Yes. Sam Bradford, I think without injury, would have been a nice quarterback in the NFL. I don't know how great he would have been, but he would have been a nice quarterback. Yeah. At, 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 and he was the first overall, but obviously injuries derailed his career. Mm-hmm. Um, he was picked 2010. Cam Newton picked 2011. Still believe Cam Newton's a highly overrated quarterback in, in his career, to be honest. But he obviously won an MVP, did some special things, and led them to a Super Bowl appearance. Can't mm-hmm. deny that. I just feel like overall he's overrated as a player in the NFL because he's superhuman in terms of his stature. Mm-hmm. Then, in 2012, Andrew Luck. And we know what Andrew Luck was. Terrific. Uh, for the next couple years, there were no quarterbacks available. I said that in the start of the show. 2013, one quarterback was taken in the first round. That was E.J. Manuel, 16th overall. One quarterback in this day and age was good enough to go in the first round in now, 2013. Keep, keep in mind, Geno Smith went, I think, second round then or third round. I think second round um, to the Jets. And, you know, I mean, he had an, I mean, he played for a couple of years. There were guys say. that were taken after him. But yeah, I'm yeah. just saying yeah, E.J. No, Manuel was a top 32 guy. Yep. Only one. And he didn't last in the NFL. 2014, Bortles, the only quarterback taken in the top 20. Mm-hmm. In the first round, Manziel and Bridgewater were taken mm-hmm. after. And, eh, you know, Bridgewater's done some nice things. Manziel didn't even make it in the league. Yep. 2015, Winston Mariota year. There wasn't another quarterback taken until the 75th pick that year. Who was that quarterback, by the way? <sighs> and I, knew I, mean, I, I, mean, I didn't I, write that down. Hey, I'm looking up quick. Oh, you there. know what it is? Um, who's the guy... Uh, Graham, Garrett, no, Garrett Grayson. Garrett, Garrett Graham? Or um, Garrett. the guy from Houston? Or what, what was in Houston. Um, I think he was like Colorado State or... Col- or okay, hang on. Uh, so uh, I'll look go to the 2015 it. draft. I got it. And it'll be the third Garrett, round. There's a Garrett Graham, but I thought he was... Maybe that's who it was, but I don't think... No, I, I think it was like... I, I want to say it was Colorado State. All right, let's look it up here. So we got next quarterback taken. Uh... 75. Go to 75. Yep. You're right. What was he? Garrett Grayson? Grayson, yeah. Where did he Colorado go Colorado State. Dang it. Nice pull, Brent. Too good, man. Thank you. Thank too you. good. Hey, I'll be honest. I, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, I remember him coming okay. out. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. him coming out. Uh, all right, 2016. Wow. Okay. Had Goff and Wentz. Not another quarterback until the 26th overall pick. Paxton Lynch. Ah, Paxton Lynch. 2017. Okay, this is a draft, right? Trubisky, who, by yes. the way, again, I think it's worth noting he's 28 and 20 overall in his career, which is wild considering how bad it seems like he's been. Mahomes and Watson. Well, there you go. Yeah. You messed up. Say the no Jags more. picked Leonard Fournette fourth overall, passed up on those guys. So then you go to Mayfield in 2018. So now I'm getting back to the number one overall picks that have worked. Yes. Now, you can make the case Winston had some nice years. You can make the case Golf worked. He goes to a Super Bowl, by the way. Mm-hmm. But I think this is where it's like, okay, now you, it's almost like you're getting the Stafford-Newton-Luck kind of run that I that I referred to earlier. Yeah. Because you got Mayfield, who's developing into a – he's playing excellent football. And so it's taken a little bit, but he's, so, he's playing really good football. So real quick, the little prerequisite, Stafford, though. I mean, do you think – I get it. He's had a long career, but has he really elevated nah, Detroit? Listen, well, I don't know. They haven't won, but I think I think 32 GMs would sign up for the Matthew Stafford career and, and think yeah. we can win with that. Yeah. I mean, you know the, the guy's I mean? got crazy numbers. Don't yeah. get it wrong. I'm just saying like, Would you rather have Matthew Stafford or, or Jared Goff as your quarterback? Oh, Matthew Stafford. There yeah, you go. I got you. Okay. Goff goes to a Super Bowl. Yeah. 
But I'd still rather have Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray is 2019. Only Kyler Murray reference here on the show today. Uh, Daniel Jones, <laughs> Haskins, and Drew Luck also went Did that year. Watch the By game the way, go back night? to Mayfield and Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson also in that first round. Mm-hmm. And then you got Joe Burrow. So what's the moral of my story here? There's a nice run on quarterbacks that have worked. Mm-hmm. I think we think of the quarterbacks at the top of drafts, mm-hmm. and we say, oh, that never works, or it's 50-50 or this. I think there was a long history of that, and mentally we kind of believe that, kind of like the college football committee believes Ohio State should be in just because they're Ohio State. Yeah. Well, if you look at Stafford and even Bradford, who probably could have turned into something if given healthy, Newton and Luck and now Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, and even what people like Winston and Goff, uh, you know, have done, you know, when Wentz had, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd buy into those guys as much. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is here, the quarterbacks at the top of the draft, you can find them and they can be successful. Now, how much you want to buy into those guys being Hall of Famers, that's up for debate. But you can find success. And the last three are looking pretty good. Mayfield, Kyle Murray, Joe Burrow are on a nice little run. I'll add one more nugget in there. About every eight years, it looks like you get a, a really good one. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow might have been that in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2012 was luck. Go back all the way to 2004, it was Eli Manning. Yeah. So uh, now we'll see about potentially a Trevor Lawrence. Will, will he be the can't-miss guy uh, for potentially the Jacksonville Jaguars? So well, it, I have said this the last few weeks. I believe the floor for quarterbacks is higher than it's ever been. I think I don't think you are automatically a great quarterback in the NFL or a good quarterback. But I think it's harder to find the absolute bust of Ryan Leaf and Jamarcus Russell. I think guys play the position so well now, and the game has adapted to the college game so much. Mm -hmm. And kids are playing seven-on-sevens, and they're benefiting from playing the position and knowing the position, that I just feel like the floor of a quarterback is higher than maybe it's ever been. And so the bustability is lower than it's ever been. And maybe when you have a potential generational guy in Trevor Lawrence, which is the way he's been characterized, yeah. you got to believe his floor is at least he's going to be a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. He might not be Joe Montana, yeah. but I feel like he's going to at least be a good quarterback in the NFL. No, listen, if you have the pieces around him, a good quarterback is what you need. We just talked about Ryan Tannehill a little bit. Look what the Tennessee Titans are now with Ryan Tannehill. One can make arguments say, you let Marcus Mariota go? You're bringing Ryan Tannehill in? What's up with that? Well, that's paid off in dividends because, yeah. you know what? And listen, right now, Ryan Tannehill, you could say, is playing at a maybe a top six, top seven quarterback level, maybe even a top five, Brent. His, I'm sure his numbers would say that. Right now, I'm not ready to say he's better than Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes, but like his numbers indicate that he's pretty damn good. So I agree with you. I think the floor where if you can get a pretty good quarterback, that's great. But if you get that once-in-a-generational type of guy, right, if you can get a Patrick Mahomes – or an Aaron Rodgers. And I understand that's asking a lot of any quarterback coming in, whether your name's Trevor Lawrence or not. But if you get one of those guys, that can take you to heights that you, we've obviously never seen before here in Jacksonville, and a lot of teams haven't seen. So to me, that's why the hype is so real with Trevor Lawrence, because we've seen the power of the quarterback now in the NFL, right? Like, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, if you had a great running game, you had a chance. Not to say you still don't have a chance because Derrick Henry's saying what's up, but I'm saying if you have the legit quarterback, you're probably going to the playoffs. And if you have the legit quarterback, 
that you got a chance at a Super Bowl. Now it just it begs the question, can Trevor Lawrence be the legit quarterback? Yeah, well, hopefully he can, and hopefully it's in Jacksonville two more weeks to determine that. Jaguars have the number one overall position right now. Before we head to a break, and get to some Heisman talk coming up before we hit the end of the show, and a little bit more on Trevor Lawrence. It's been kind of the Trevor Lawrence show, and why not? It should be here on a Monday Christmas week, Christmas present for Jacksonville. Hope everybody's doing well. Don't forget about our Deck the Doors campaign uh, with Ronald McDonald House Charities here in Jacksonville. Check out ESPN690.com. Love for you to jump on board. You only have a, about a week or so left to jump on board, meet our goal, and put a smile on kids' faces this holiday season. Uh, we'd love you to do that, ESPN690.com. That's where the golf card, the Dream 18 golf card, is available. If you're looking for a last-minute uh, present, uh, you can find it on ESPN690.com as well. Before we go, I want to ask you this question. Uh, it's going to be a long discussion, at least not right now. Mm-hmm. But I... I can't help but think of when we go back to college football, the group of five, Cincinnati, people are telling me that Oklahoma is now better than Cincinnati unequivocally. That's what the college football committee is saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I've told you this. It's a, it's a rigged system for the good old boy network. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a rigged system for the, for the power five. Uh, it's, it, so much so that would you ever sign up for any fantasy football league, golf tournament, checkers, tournament whatever tournament would you ever sign up for anything that told you that if you're the you go do everything you can and beat everybody that that you play we're not going to let you in to win the big thing we're not letting you into the final round we will not do it well because right now i feel like the group of fives just being flat out stupid in this sense the committee has told them we are not allowing you in we yeah. don't care how good you good you are, Cincinnati. We yeah. don't care how good you are, Coastal Carolina. We don't care how good you are, UCF. Mm-hmm. We don't care how good you are, Boise State. You are not coming to this party. You're not allowed in. We are not let. Hey, tip of the cap. Nice job. You are not allowed to win this big trophy. We're not letting you do it. It is crystal clear that the committee has said we are not going to let you do it. So why doesn't the group of five then say, all right? We're going to go do our own damn thing because we want to raise a big trophy. Yeah. I guess no. there's a simple answer here. Yeah, yeah. And it comes down probably to money. It, it, it comes down to money. but like, And listen, you're asking the wrong person this because I'm in the world of MMA and boxing. And I'm going to use boxing as an example here. There's a lot of guys out there that have records that are 20-0, and 0, that are 25-0, and 0, right? But a lot of those guys don't get the title shot right away. Now, one could say, well, it's because they're not marketable, and that could be true. But another reason would be is because the competition that they face, right? The, the champions, the guys that get, get the title shots, you, you, you look at the records. You look at their track records. It's like, all right, well, this guy, that guy was a good fighter. He beat him. He beat him. He beat him. When you look at Cincinnati, when you look at Coastal Carolina, yes, there are some impressive wins there, I'm sure. But is there enough of them? Right, because the conferences that they play in. Now I get it. Maybe in, in a year without a pandemic, you have a bigger non-conference game, and we aren't having this conversation right now. And to be fair, Coastal Carolina played BYU. That was a big non-conference game, and guess what? Carolina, Coastal Carolina beat them. Okay, so props to them. But at the end of the day, it always comes back to, at least in my eyes, the track record of who you played. And I can make an argument. It's a pretty easy argument to say the Big Ten, the ACC, the SEC, they're a harder competition than the American conferences or whatever conference you want to say. Year in, year out. Coastal Carolina I would just say this. And listen, I know this isn't a battle to say I think Cincinnati should be in the Final Four. Mm -hmm. This isn't. Uh, I I don't I think overall you're, the point of that is correct. 
Mm-hmm. But I would say this year, who the hell is Ohio State beating? Who the hell has Oklahoma beaten to be able to be number six? They lost to Kansas State. Kansas State. Who I think Cincinnati could beat Kansas State. Like somebody said, hey, what do you think uh, Cincinnati would do in the Big 12 this year? I think they could beat everybody in the Big 12. Yeah. Like I genuinely think they could beat everybody in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Like I do. And I also think maybe minus Ohio State, I think they could Beat everybody in the Big Ten. Yeah. This year. Like no, you're asking no, me yeah. this year. Year in, year out. Well, no, that's not gonna happen. Kansas but. State though. Kansas State lost their quarterback. Right? And that could be a big deal because what happened when Clemson lost their quarterback. True. You know? So I mean that that, Fair that means something. But yeah. I, I get what you're saying. But though. I think of all years to make that claim, there no, are some parallels sure. here. Like even Tulsa lost to Oklahoma State, who was good in the Big Twelve for much of the season yes. by a score. Yeah. Well, Kansas State lost to him by a score. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati beat Tulsa. So yeah. if you want to do that, I can do that with you. I can do that dance. Mm-hmm. And this year it adds up that it actually is in favor of the group of five team in Cincinnati. My point is not necessarily that because that's on deaf ears. I understand. Listen, you got to if you have if you're not going to be allowed to the table with the big boys. Yeah. If you're at the holiday dinner table and you're at the kids table. And you're never going to be allowed, even if you're 18 years old, yeah. allowed to go to the parents' table, the big boy table. Yeah, yeah. Then why even come into the house? Like, why not go do your own thing? And that's what I – but the the answer is money. Yeah. I think if you read articles, it shows that the group of five has been elevated. But shame on them in a way. They're chasing the money, and they have no chance. This is not the NCAA tournament where you can be George Mason and win it. Mm-hmm. You can. You cannot do it in college football. They have told us it's against the rules, essentially, for you to win a national championship. We won't let you. So, listen, I asked Santa Claus for a call up an eight-team college football playoff and a 3-4 defense. We'll see if I get one of those things this year. I'm not getting the eight-team playoff. Why? Let me ask you this. What is the con of having an eight-team playoff? Why, why is it a bad thing? I can't find one. I can't find one. Okay, yeah. I mean, no, I can't. I mean, we're not going to make me feel even worse. (laughs) I wish you had something for me. That's college football. I know. That's college football. The unwillingness to evolve Mm -hmm. because logic screams at you in the face. And now we need Kirk Herbstreet and others to get up and say, we have the worst postseason. In in sports. Like, it's a stupid postseason. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And we need him to do that more, like Jay Billis does in the NCAA. Now, I don't know if things get changed, but you need those voices to step up and say, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. Because it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Um, but Old Guard is going to say, hey, Brent, shut up. Uh, Alabama and Clemson in the title game. We want to see it for the 18th time. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're going to say. You keep and that's fine the same if you fight. like to see it. But that's not really how sports are supposed to work. True. In in my opinion. Um, and it's nobody else works like this. 18 playoff, Welcome man. Welcome to 2020 college football. I wanted an 18 playoff, Brent. Was it so hard? Well, who's going to win the Heisman Trophy? Who would you vote for if you had a Heisman Trophy vote? Trevor Lawrence, so he's happy. <laughs> I told you that already. Well, that would we come back on ESPN 690. Do you realize, ever stop to think about how much stock people are putting in your words, like a simple statement in each of these cities, New York, Jacksonville, wherever it may be? I've always tried to be careful with what I say. Just, I guess that's been my, my lesson throughout kind of being in the spotlight of the past few years. That's just important in general. But yeah, it's, it's hard to, <laughs> the thing is, I, 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 whenever they ask me that question, I really just didn't want to box myself in and kind of make that decision right there. Like, hey, this is my, this is my decision. I'm not going to let someone force me into answering this question. 
dressed in a certain way, you know? So that was my thing. It's like, I'm not going to close, close any doors. So I just was like, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot that could happen. Who knows? Gosh, my phone's blowing up. People are like, he's coming back. Another, so it's crazy, man. But yeah, you're right. Just seeing that, I'm like, gosh, everyone really is listening to what I say in these interviews. Sometimes you forget that. <laughs> Heck yeah, we're listening. I'll tell you what, though, man. Listen to him talking and everything, kind of his demeanor. He's got those Jacksonville vibes, all right? Not saying New York wouldn't work out for him, but he's got those Jacksonville vibes. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know what that means. Because <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You, you can see him hanging out at the beach bars. Thank you very much. Not to say he's going to do that, because he's probably not. That's right. Hope not. Hey, another one. Hey, <laughs> another one. Here we go no, again. No, man. No, no. I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying he seems laid back and casual. That's good. Okay? It was a compliment, bro. I'm not trying to make fun of the dude. Here's the deal. If Trevor Lawrence, when Trevor Lawrence comes to Jacksonville and Trevor Town is yeah. renamed for the River City, we're moving Trevor Lawrence's ass out to Callahan. Trevor Keep Town. away from those bars. <laughs> so are we going to Trevor Town for real? That's, that's, that's the thing. I don't know. I'm going with Trevor Town. I mean, I mean like I've got Lawrence a big on our big wall that says it all tonight's show. It's Dude, Trevor Town, man. Welcome go to Trevor Town. Like, what else you want? Lawrence Land? No. Lawrence Land? You gotta go like Lawrence of you know like Lawrence of Arabia? You gotta go like Lawrence of something that starts with like a with the whole Arabia thing. Nah, if you have that's a, a if you have a that's speech a movie impediment, that, Lawrence Land could be tricky. Lawrence Land, yep, alliteration aside. I, I like Lawrence of something. Like it's I got, got alliteration on Trevor Town, all right? Okay, that's a good point. No, I'm not mad at Trevor Town. Trevor Town it is. I just feel like you kind of milked it at that end, though. I feel like you could do better. But it is what it is, man. Well, You do you, Brett. I'm trying. This this is kind of my... <laughs> what was your... I have an agenda here. Yeah, I know, because you had the Fields Auto for Justin Fields yeah. all already drew up and I everything. I had it ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's out. Yeah. But Sorry. Trevor Town, now, like, if I was a local politician, yep. I'd be having this guy in January whatever start pumping Lot J immediately. <sighs> Like I would not call a lot J, but I call Trevor Town. Trevor Town. Wow. I mean, do you want to put any more pressure on, I mean, on the dude? He hasn't taken a snap yet, and now he's yeah. got a whole lot J thing named after him? Well, sure. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. Can know. I see him in training camp first, please? Not to say he's not going to be great, but hey, let's get him in training camp first. You got to work for something. Yeah. Hey, Trevor Town it is, man. Brent, Brent's getting ready to make him like the Manchurian candidate and walk him out there. All right, you guys got to put your money in this. I'm Trevor Lawrence. Check me out. Come on, man. We don't need... Hey, listen, Patriots Place, Trevor Town. Trevor Town? Or, or Teal Town, you know, I mean. Nah. nah yeah, Trevor. Yeah, it, it is one guy after all. I mean, just it think, is a one-man thing. Yeah, I mean, we want Trevor, like, over, like, I mean, over everything. Why not, like, I mean, Robinson Row or something? Trevor Town next to Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. If that doesn't sell, <laughs> then get out of here. And get out. I mean, we're printing money in ESPN 690. Just whatever you do. Trademark that right now, Coos. Call up the Warriors. We got them. Dreamfinders Homes, wherever you are. Just please don't make a banner with Trevor on it. Because everybody they put on the banner is like gone. Okay? So that's why you... I want it in Trevor Lawrence's contract that he can't be on the Dreamfinders banner that hangs on the stadium. That's why you got to put legends on. Like put Maurice Jones Drew, put Absolutely. Tony Bitselli. That's what Tennessee used to do. That's a good point. Every time you pull up to the stadium, there's Frank Wycheck. Listen, we will He's a tight end, pump by the, way, the heck cause... out of you if you want to put us on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, so yeah. Well, we can't get a TV. Trevor. He's off limits. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like fair it, enough. man. Yep, it's fair enough. Hey, who would you vote for uh, the Heisman Trophy? I think it's the hardest vote Maybe that I can remember, and mm -hmm. I try not to get over dramatic about, oh, yeah, what 
this is just because it's this year it is. No, I, I really think it is. I think you can make a case for Mac Jones. Obviously, the numbers are there for Kyle Trask. I think Devontae Smith might be the best player in college football. I don't know why Najee Harris isn't getting more love. He's got 27 touchdowns, that. but he's not getting any love whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I think Zach Wilson is out of the mix. Trevor Lawrence, God bless him. Yeah. I love him. Kuz, make sure you're recording this. Make sure Trevor Town, this. but I think Dabo's out of his mind, uh, you know, in terms of the politicking on that the other night. Well, uh, it, you, you, the Heisman Trophy should attach its name to Trevor yeah, Town. Yeah. No, Jacksonville should attach its name to Trevor <laughs> Listen, Lawrence, so, not the Heisman Trophy. So are you mad at Dabo for saying that, though? Well, I get with it. I, I'm I tired mean, of all the politicking in college football. If we just had a well, playoff, we yeah, wouldn't but, need but, all that garbage. It's, 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 I hear you, man, but that's not even politicking. Like, that's Dabo being a good coach for his players. That's a is head it coach. It, we talk me, all the is. time about, about it's a team sport and all this stuff, and then yeah. you got the guy on the stage. He's sticking up for one of his talking guys. Talking about his guy. Like he's sticking he up. should win it because he's been the best quarterback in the last three years. Yeah. He has not earned it this year in terms of the numbers. Listen, do the, do the numbers say he's not going to win it? I agree. But I would rather have it. Like, listen, if I'm Trevor Lawrence or if I'm a player in that locker room and I probably have the best quarterback in the country and my coach doesn't stick up for me, I'm looking at you funny. All right? Like, I respect what – and listen, I'm not the biggest Dabo fan after that whole vote in Ohio State number 11 and then the polls or whatever. But I'm a fan of Dabo for going, you know what? Trevor Lawrence is my guy. He's this team's guy. I want to see him get a Heisman Trophy. Like, that's a coach having his players back. All right? Yeah. And, and I'd much rather have that than Dabo going – yeah, he definitely doesn't deserve it. Well, that's not what coaches that. do. But I, I said that's not what coaches yeah. do, Brent. Listen, I, I get it. He's got it. his back. I, I just think it, it's, almost, it's almost like the way he says it. He's like, you guys are dumbass idiots if you don't give Trevor Lawrence the Heisman Trophy. And it's almost yeah, like yeah. it almost came across like give it to him, not – He's earned it. He's the best player in the country. It wasn't Andy like, hey, there's a lot of good performances out there, in the, but this guy is the best player. He didn't have enough games. Like, say it that way. It's yeah, just the way man. it came across. I mean, Dabo says some I, – I left I, – after I heard that, I'm like, man, I almost don't want Dabo around here. Yeah. I get tired of Dabo maybe. Yeah. But I, – I, I, I mean, listen, we, we disagree here. I just thought he had his players back. So, okay, so who are you seriously voting for? I got to go Mac Jones. Really? Yeah, I got to go Mac Jones. And with listen, with all due respect – to Kyle Trask, let's be honest. Kyle Trask has the better numbers, I believe, right? I can't. I mean, I haven't seen him side to side, but I assume Trask has the better numbers. Oh, that huge yeah, numbers. It's not like, even close. Not even close. Yep. But at the end of the day, to me, the wins mean something. To me, being the best team in the country means something. And regardless if you win the championship or not, I just feel like you're the best player. Well, and then that's up for debate, though, in Alabama. But you're at least one of the best players on the best team right now in the country. Well, let me, let me tell you this about Mac Jones in terms of the Kyle Trask argument, okay? I'm going to just take those two guys. I think they are the front runners to win the award. Hands down. Well, I don't know if it's hands down, but I think Wolf they're the front it. runners. Devontae Smith, I think, is in, in this thing. Yeah, but really we, we've been over those Randy Moss numbers, man. But, yeah. but Devontae, but let's just talk the quarterbacks. Yeah. I think. Everybody says about Mac Jones, well, oh, yes, they sit back there in the pocket and throw it to Devontae Smith, and he's got Najee Harris. Well, wait a minute. Stop the car. And I love the Kyle Trask story. You know this. But Kyle Trask has – he has Kyle Pitts. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty and, good. And he has um, – why, uh, why am I forgetting his name right now? He has no running game. Yeah, no, no running all. game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, – uh, who's who's number one? Uh, why I, I just blanked out his you're name. You're talking about the number one receiver? No, like who had a huge game the other day. 
You guys are no help. Grimes? Not Grimes. No. Well, Copeland? he does have Grimes, who's Copeland? a nice player as well. Copeland? No. No, I don't know, man. My Sorry. Gosh. I mean, you guys are awful. I can't even. I, I'm, I've talked myself out of it. Yeah. Um, fill Tony? In my blank. Tony, thank you. My God, bad. Yeah. is Tony. Holy Sorry, crap. man. Uh, I just I totally blanked out his name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Kadarius Tony and Kyle Pitts are. I don't understand why they're that different than Devontae Smith and Najee Harris. Like I really yeah. don't. So like if you're making the claim that those guys are so much better at Alabama, and that's why Mac Jones is doing so well. Well, Kyle Trask has. Some pretty damn good weapons, by the way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like in an offense end. where they have to pass, and they're passing all the time. So he's compiled numbers up left and right. Here's the other thing I would say against Trask, even though I think his numbers are unbelievable. He also, you can point to plays this year where he helped lose them football games. LSU. You know, he obviously won a lot of games, but he also helped. There were big plays that he didn't do well in. I can't find one of those plays for Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. And so, I think. The numbers certainly sway Trask. Now, but Vegas see, has said Trask is now like a plus 2,500 to win. He's like the fourth favorite to win the Heisman, which I don't understand. I, guess when you're I actually think Kyle Trask is going to win the Heisman because I think the Alabama guys are going to take votes away from each other. Yeah. And, and But I would probably lost three vote. times it, though, man. I think I would vote for Devontae Smith. Really? I think he's the best player in football. Yeah. I think he's the best player in football. Waddle goes out, all the pressure on him, and what he's done. If there's been a guy with a Heisman moment or two, it's Devontae Smith. I think he is the un, he's unguardable. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't defend him. And by the way, Kadarius Tony and also Kyle Pitts look that way too, but they're not going to win it. They're not in that kind of conversation. They haven't put up these kind of numbers. So if you want numbers of Kyle Trask yep. and you want the outstanding winning of Mac Jones, and then you also want to say the best player in college football, I think the quarterbacks could steal some from each other, and Devontae Smith has got the guy I'd probably vote for number one as the best player in college football. But that being said, I think Trask's going to sneak in and win this. I think it's going to be a close, close vote, and I think Trask's going to end up winning it. See, to me, it comes down to one thing. What's more important? Is it the wins or is it the stats? I think it's more of a win-driven award, as crazy as that sounds. I think Mac Jones wins it. Yeah. But I mean, but Kyle Trask, what, plus 2,500 now? That's- and by the way, Devontae Smith's the favorite to win it now. Really? Vegas. And Mac Jones is right there. And is, is Harris not even in the mix? Is no. Harris even going to do it? No, I don't even. Th- well, they're not even doing it. Oh, that's but right. I, that's I don't right. even think. Yeah. Like I haven't seen Harris mentioned, which shocks me. Yeah. Um, and Lawrence and Trask, I think, are like the same odds to win it. Just do all the college football awards at the Alabama banquet after the season. <laughs> For real. You can do that. I mean, well, what are we talking it's about? The Alabama Heisman Trophy. Yeah. I could not think of Kadarius Tony's name after I just watched yeah. him and talked about him all weekend long. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I've got this. Uh, I've got a Christmas carol on my mind. That's why I'm I'm practicing in my head for tonight. <laughs> Man. It's all Trevor Spotlight. Lawrence. I like Kadarius Tony. I think he's going to be a better NFL player than people are talking to. Did Kyle Pitts show you a lot? He's that unbelievable. I trade up for Kyle Pitts. Top twelve, top ten. I trade up for Kyle Pitts. Top ten. I'm uh, saying you, you think to, he yeah. goes top ten. Yeah. I figure he probably actually goes between ten and fifteen. Yeah. And I'm trading up to go get him. Yeah. I like him. I like your style a lot. Let's go get him. Although. Pittsville. If I get Devontae Smith, maybe I'll go get him instead. Let's, let's go to Pittsville, Brent. That's actually a state. Of, I mean, that's a city in Wisconsin, Pittsville. Pittsville. There ain't much there. All right, we come back. We got Give Me One Thing, and we wrap up a Trevor Lawrence Monday. Come join the show, Jets fans. I 
understand, you know, that they, you know, they would want to, you know, the ones that are expressing that their opinion want to be able to get a certain player or whatever they think is going to happen in a draft, pulling for that. You know, when you've lost as many games as, as we lost in a row now, and we've only won one with two games left, um, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be said. There's not going to be a lot of positive. That is Doug Marone. Handled all that questioning well. If you just jump it in, happy Monday. Trevor Town. Trevor Talk on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. More of it coming up 7 o'clock on Fox 30. Jags Report Live. We will, of course, dedicate another show to Trevor Lawrence. Fred Martin, Austin Lane. Coos here on a Monday. Hey, the, uh, Kevin Green, uh, Hall of Famer. Yeah, um, really, really good player for all those years uh, in the NFL. Uh, passed away. Uh, at the age of 58, mm-hmm. you were sharing in a break a, a story a about Kevin story. Green. I think uh, people would be yeah. interested to hear it. Yes, check it out. I mean, Kevin Green, like, so growing up, man, I was watching, you know, those, those NFL Crunch Course films and everything, and yep. Kevin Green was always in there. Like, the prototypical guy that eats glass, you know, plays no, plays no holds barred. Like, Kevin Green seemed to be that guy. And, like... I passed Kevin Green a couple times on the field. Um, I may have said what's up to him. Never had a conversation with him, though. It's too bad, and it's such a sad thing to hear um, that he passed. But the story that I do have, and, and for the life of me, I can't remember who the player even was. But he was coming from the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I think he was like on the practice squad. He gets to Jacksonville, and we're sitting on the sidelines of practice, getting ready to go out there. And, of course, Joe Cullen's going off and yelling about something, you know. And and then I kind of made the point to say, like, ugh, get ready, man, like Joe Cullen better watch out he's like oh this is nothing man kevin green i'm like yeah i know kevin green like what's so bad about kevin green and he was saying that like the intensity that kevin green brought to the table was unworldly supposedly um this kid's first like day of rookie camp right all the rookies are in there the defensive line room and kevin green's going around asking all right so what's a favorite pass rush move what's a favorite pass rush move this kid said the chop spin and once, and for all the people out there, never say the chop spin, right? Because you don't spin as your first move. That's a, that's a no-no in, in the, in the pass rushing circles. Never say your favorite spin move is the chop spin unless your name's Dwight Freeney. All right. Unless, unless your name's Mathis. So with that being said, he says the chop spin and Kevin Green goes, stand up. Is that the chop spin? It's going to be the bull rush. And the kid's like, okay, what do you mean? And Kevin Green goes, here's how you do a bull rush. And literally Kevin Green gets in a stance. Pushes the kid back. Now, this is the best part. So, mind you, like, he's pushing this player. In, like, a meeting room. In, in, in a meeting room. In a defensive line meeting room. The players are watching, like, okay. He's okay. bull rushing a player. Bull rushing. Opens the door as he's bull rushing the kid. Takes the kid <laughs> to the hallway and keeps bull rushing him. <laughs> like, miles down the hallway. And, like, his teammates are, like, peeking their head to the door. Like, okay, he's still going. He's still bull rushing, you know? So, like, that goes to show you, um, you know, how passionate uh, you know, and just how intense, how motivative Kevin Green was with, with the pass rushing position. And by the way, that kid now, uh, if he's ever asked again, he says it's a bull rush. It's a bull rush, man. <laughs> no said. And Kevin Green, one of the best bull rushers to ever do it, uh, obviously. Kevin Green uh, passed away today, age of 58, uh, pro football Hall of Famer. Of course, legendary career with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers as well. Hey, give me one thing. is something we normally do. I'll give me one thing simple. You see, Army is not in a bowl game, 9-2 and two record, and they're looking for a dance partner. They may have found one. Tennessee is not going to play, I think, in the Liberty Bowl. And so now could that open the door for Army to get in? Army should be in a bowl game. They want to play. I hear you. And they should be able to find, They're like USC and other teams have opted out of play, and they don't want to play. And therefore, Army has no one to play against yeah. because of the domino effect. 
They should find a dance for hopefully a celebrity. It might have already happened, actually. Hey. I don't even know, but it might have happened. I hope it hasn't happened yet. Might give me one thing that's going to piggyback off that. North Dakota State. Ah, give Trey, Trey Lance, Lance one more shot. Why not? Have Make they been it practicing? happen. I think that there's the spring league coming up. Okay. So pretty soon they have. Okay. Hey, I'm just saying. All right, we got to go. Live local loud next then 630. It's FSU Hoops on ESPN 690. Jags report live tonight on Fox 30 at 7. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 